For millions of Americans, you won't be able to retire. The vast majority of people, in fact, do not have enough savings and are not able to keep up with the rates of inflation that we are seeing today and will see in the coming year. The first thing I want to talk about is specifically this, no retirement. I'm going to show you what's been happening surrounding that. The second thing we need to discuss is the energy crunch and how this will impact you, the individual. The third thing is the big economic shift. So many things are happening today, and I want to bring this information to you as quickly and concisely as I possibly can. Let's begin. So let's begin by taking a look here. Changing retirement plans. More than one-third of Americans polled in this survey say that what has happened over the last year and a half has changed the age at which they plan to retire. Many people are thinking, I'm going to retire at 60 because I'm able to save this amount of money. I'll get off those few years earlier. I'm going to get the income from this source. Fixed income is okay as long as I have this much saved and so on. But people get to that age and things change. You can see right here, of those who say that their plans have been changed, the most common change in both directions is an adjustment of three to five years. And then you get to that area of three to five years, and oh, it's just another year, it's just another two, it's just another three. Time frame for retiring later, look at that 39% saying that it's going to be three to five years. But take a look at number two in there, greater than 10 years, 35%. So many people have been wiped out. And it's not just this particular crisis. We have seen this during the financial crisis and so on. At the bottom, time frame for retiring earlier. Some people, 48% in this case, feel that they can retire three to five years earlier. Why? Because their portfolio has grown. For some people, business as usual. They've been working the entire time. They've seen their portfolio grow. That allows them to retire early. They speak to the financial advisor. He says, look, this is the story. And that's fine and dandy. However, for, for so many people, they don't have that luxury. For one reason or another, their job, um, basically they were lost in their job for whatever reason. They had to quit or they were fired, their salaries were reduced, their compensation was reduced in some way. For many people, different story, but the end result is the same. And for too many, too many, being forced to live on a fixed income and needing to deal with increasing expenses simply doesn't add up. Nearly one in three adults get financial support from the bank of mom and dad. Even as the economy recovers, nearly a third of millennials still receive financial support from their parents. Wouldn't that be fantastic if money just comes to you from the sky? Hey, great stuff. Why? Because they've got the cash right now. Maybe they're sitting on a home with a lot of equity in it and saying, you know, you can get this in 30 years from now, but, you know, here's some cash today. And that's fine. That's great. But what does it tell you about the current scenario? Number one, that housing is too expensive. And I have shown this, documented it before, and even uh, spoken to people in the industry saying, nobody is able to buy a home today based on the actual, you know, their salaries. They're getting a big chunk from mom and dad. So you know that something is way out of whack. 
markets could be challenged in the week ahead as the Fed prepares to reverse their easy policy. This will be the most important week potentially all year long. Remember what I said here, the most important week all year long. We've been waiting for this moment, and here it comes. I will be fully documenting it, so you definitely want to make sure to hit that like button so that these videos will come up in your feed, okay? Hit that subscribe as well. What we're looking at is the Federal Reserve reducing the amount of money they're printing from $120 billion a month to $105 billion per month. Still a lot of money, but certainly beginning what they would call tightening. And that's a far, far stretch from what we've seen previously. The point here is that all of this, everything we've been seeing, the boom in the stock market, jobs, everything, everything is relying on super low interest rates. And if these don't continue, the money printing and the interest rates, then everything changes. Everything changes. So I would watch very closely at what they do at this meeting, look around the world and see what other central banks are doing, and keep this in mind. This will be the most important factor for what happens in the coming months. Inflation is eating away at savings and most investments today. Stimulus is losing its effect, and that is creating an inevitable crisis. Create your own preparedness and backup plan right now. Don't delay. If that's buying food, if that's having a garden, if that is anything to do with your portfolio and investments, take the action today because things are getting wacky. So let's talk energy. Texas isn't ready for another deep freeze. With cold weather just around the corner, U.S. energy regulators and power experts say that the state hasn't done nearly enough to uh, prevent the repeat disaster. If you remember what happened um, earlier this year, it wasn't so good. Unfortunately, there are many reasons for this. Um, some disagree with what has happened and why it happened and so on. But ultimately, what they're saying is the grid can handle it. We will see what goes on. They give you some images here in this article, but essentially saying, look, they haven't done enough. I don't know what's going to happen. I can't tell you what's going to happen, but the costs of energy are rising considerably. That's the key. That's the point. More people are going to be paying more money for their energy. If, in fact, there is a warmer environment, not going to need as much energy, not going to be as much of a problem, less of a crunch. But just like you've got droughts in some areas like California, you've got hot weather in, in other places and, and so on. All of this could be different depending on where you are, but we need to get a little bit of ease. We need we need that right now in many, in many uh, sense of the word, but it doesn't seem to be happening. Okay, they're just talking about that here. I just want to show you a couple of the photos that are surrounded. You could see people waiting in the line outside the grocery store in Austin, Texas, people aren't ready, people aren't prepared, this is what happens. And that is the message. Texas is still vulnerable if the gas system is dysfunctional again. Regardless, you have to be ready as an individual. You have to be prepared because the grid might let you down. Don't rely on it if you can help it. While coal makes a comeback, reduced supplies stoke fears over the electrical grids. That's connected, directly connected in with this. You have seen a surge in coal. So coal mining declined significantly. 
because of everything that's happening. And even in this article, they're basically saying the writing is on the wall for coal. They're already doing away with it. Less money is going in. But in the meantime, as other forms of energy are getting more expensive, hard to come by, and all these problems that they're facing, you're seeing a resurgence in coal. The demand for coal is up. What does that do to the price? The price has gone up. Many of these companies have been uh, you know, just unable to keep up. Canadian oil collapses at U.S. hub as refiners shun heavy crude. They don't want the stuff as much. And of course, you're seeing a big spread. That's what this Bloomberg article is talking about. You see a big spread in between. Why? Because they got to refine. It takes a lot to refine. So Canada being a resource nation, in this case here, not doing so well. If you don't have what they want, just because it's crude oil, if they got to spend extra money to refine it, and by the way, one of part of that process is using natural gas to do so. If they've got to use the natural gas, natural gas is more expensive. They're going to say, ah, forget it. We'll get it from somewhere else because somebody else around the world is willing to sell it. So watch this very closely. Not all created equal. Global Foundry CEO, we're sold out of semiconductor chip capacity through 2023. So all the way into next year and beyond, they are sold out. I mean, what does that tell you? They're sold out. Sold out. The demand is massive today. It's not just about supply chain. It's about the demand as well. These chips are going to just about everything today. Your dishwasher has a chip in it. Your fridge has it. Why does your fridge have a chip in it? Like what's what's happening here? Why does your fridge have Wi-Fi? Like why does why why do I need internet on my fridge? I mean, it's ridiculous what's happening. But this is the world we live in. If you agree with me, fridge, dishwasher, stove, these things should not have internet. Hit that thumbs up button. Let's just get back to reality, all right? When you want your, your, your computers and stuff, that's good to have internet on. Fridge, stove, you know, I, I disagree with it. But regardless, carriers must move 60,000 containers out of LA Long Beach by Halloween. Daily surcharge fines begin on Monday, forcing carriers to scramble. Are they going to move it? This article out of FreightWave says, nope, not going to happen. That's just the way it is. Look, imagine that. $2.6 billion loaded onto containers at the port of Long Beach. Just sitting there. $2.6 billion worth. You can see that. Carriers were put on notice this week when the ports announced that a daily surcharge of $100 per container will be levied. Did this light a fire and surge of containers being moved? Nope. Didn't happen. Because it's just not the point. That's, that's not what's happening right now. It's not a matter of, yeah, just leave the containers there. Who cares? There's many other things happening. We have an emergency harbor meeting this Friday to vote. I need to see progress on the movement of loading containers. We need to show America that we are doing whatever we can to get the trade moving. But is it happening? I don't know. I've heard just about every excuse in the book. I'm not sure what to believe, but certainly there are many issues at play. The California Environmental Quality Act was designed to protect air, water, and open space, but it has become a tool for blocking new urban housing and even construction design to get homeless residents off the sidewalks. It didn't take long for Southern California housing advocates to draw the parallels to the port debacle. Quote, I am still laughing about how a key contributing factor to the global supply chain crisis is a local ordinance met 
meant to protect people from seeing boxes of all that junk from Amazon as it arrives in. Another quote, stacking more than two units on top of each other can solve a lot of our problems. One, and basically it's an arm wrestling meme. One arm was labeled shipping containers, the other housing. This is what's happening today. People are pointing out some, you know, some situations, okay, to say the least. What do you think about it? Do you think this could be resolved easily? Or is it a series of hurdles, red tape, political aspects, contrived notions taking place? Who knows? Let me know. China's factory act, uh, activity shrinks in October for the second month. When the PMIs are below 50, that's a contraction above 50. It is growth and manufacturing PMI 49.2. This is obviously more than any other country. China tells you what's happening around the world. The demand is there. They're saying it's supply chain. They're saying it's because of the power crunch. That's certainly having an impact. Ultimately, what happens here? Slowdown in growth affects the entire world. If they have slower growth, slower exports, you're going to see less bank lending. You're going to see that happen. And that is going to have an impact all around the world. US and EU strike trade deal to remove the steel and aluminum tariffs. This means a better bond in between the United States and the EU. Many people are in favor of the tariffs. Others see this as simply a roadblock along the way. There's always going to be loopholes. There is always going to be ways around for the big, big establishments. But for individuals who had to bring in and import goods, they saw those tariffs and they saw the effects of that. Take a look. Out of Wall Street Journal, the new government basic income, universal basic income, you've been hearing it all over the place. But some are suggesting that the child credit has become the new trillion-dollar entitlement for the middle class untied to work. There is a lot of money being handed out to people today in the form of the child credit. Some are calling this the new universal basic income, saying that this is a way to skirt around it, saying we can do this because they can easily pass this through as law and make that happen and give people the cash in this way. You know, there's a lot which we can discuss. All I want to note here is that whenever we see this type of money being handed out, you can't pull it back. You can't take back what you give. And as a result, inflation will be there. We have to understand that. And if inflation is going to be there and it's here to stay, how will you react? Think about it, okay? And there's just basically this talking about the fact that Airbnb, the costs of which are soaring. Why? Because people have to go in, in London, by the way. People have to move back into the cities and they're doing so only temporarily because they're not so sure what's going to happen this winter. Are there going to be closures? What's going to happen? And so on. And I would take a look at that article if you, if you want to have the time. And this just just wacky. If you stay to the end, check this out. First Bitcoin, then GameStop, and now tiny tungsten cubes. Online investors crave tangible pleasures of holding surprisingly heavy metal blocks, 1.7 times as dense as lead tungsten. That's right. People are buying tungsten cubes. If you can see that on my screen, I'm not sure. 
the latest trend is it uh you know the the next chia pet i don't know but just things don't make sense today I, I, things don't make sense so anyway i'm gonna end the video there i hope this was informative to you if it was hit that thumbs up button it's right down below this supports the channel it makes it more likely for these videos to end up in your feed i got lots to come big stuff coming along you definitely want to hit that hit the subscribe button as well if you haven't seen this video yet you definitely want to check it out all right click it and i'll see you there